Good morning, everyone. Final show of the year. This is Ronnie Johnson, and I'm here with Sean Smith. We're going to talk some fantasy football. How are you doing today, Sean? Doing good. Rise and shine, campers. <laughs> Better get your booties, because it is, it is cold out there today. Oh. All right, so uh, this is our final show of the regular season, final show of the year, and happy New Year's. We got uh, our New Year's Eve special. And who knows what we do next week, but we'll see. Let's finish the year off right with a great show. So uh, how are you doing? What are you up to, Ronnie? I'm just being a bum, seriously. <laughs> That's I mean, what everyone does this last week, right? <laughs> Sitting around doing nothing. I think I've left the house five times. Just being a bum. Yeah. You got the uh, the beard like, uh, what was that, Castaway with Tom Hanks? Oh, just shaved just shaved it this morning i was like yeah it's gone i've left the house to check um work just five times over the last two weeks and that's it i haven't done anything in two weeks really sounds like my year all right so let's go on to uh some news and notes there's not a whole lot i mean there's a lot of people sitting out of practice um a couple of moves so remember our friend damon harrison or damon snacks harrison he bumped around to a few teams this year. He's pretty much made his name for the Giants years ago. Uh, Seattle picked him up, and I don't think he ever made it off of their practice squad. But he just got claimed by Green Bay this week. So Green Bay now has Damon Harrison. And if they're claiming him now, they probably want him for the playoffs. So we'll see if he actually gets to play this year or not. I'm kind of shocked that he didn't really play for Seattle. So I guess – uh Apparently, he wanted out of Seattle probably because he wasn't playing. But now he's in a team that's going to make probably a pretty good run in the playoffs. In other injury news and notes, the Miami linebacker, Elandon Roberts, he has a knee injury, so he's out this week. Um, probably out for the year if they you know play in the playoffs and move forward in the playoffs. Uh, the Browns put Carl Joseph on their COVID-19 list. Um, and then Nicholas Morrow, the linebacker for the Raiders, he's off the COVID-19 list. So he probably should play this week, but that probably is why Corey Littleton finally showed up last week because Nicholas Morrow was on the COVID-19 <laughs> list. And then long time, I mean, this guy's probably been in, fan, or in football as long as you've been in fantasy football, Thomas Davis, the linebacker. He's now at Washington. He's announced that he's, this is his final regular season game. and He's retiring at the end of the year. I think uh, he's 37, so that puts him in the league at least 15 years. But that was, uh, that was a name. I think I remember him on Carolina years ago. Yeah. Long, long time ago. All right, well, that's all the news and notes I have. Do you, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I did come across an article. New York is making an exception to have fans for the Bills playoff game. Wow. So that's the only thing I saw that kind of caught my eye. And uh, I haven't heard anything on the, the Washington football team quarterback situation of who's going to start there. But my guess is it's going to be Heineken. Because uh, I don't know if Alex Smith is ready to come back or not. But Non-alcohol beverage or the alcohol beverage? I don't know. Probably he's going to be the zero. <laughs> his, his alcohol content might match his fantasy score this week. Yeah, get me the Heineken. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for uh, news and notes. I'm kind of looking through some, just some random, I guess, just flutter news. 
and you know people not practicing but that usually doesn't mean a whole lot this early in the week so Carlos Hyde was held out Cam Akers uh, Chase Edmonds so a lot of running backs but they take a beat and so I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them are sitting Debo Samuel for the 49ers and Le'Veon Bell did not practice either so <laughs> all right well let's move on too much uh, meaningless news and notes there so do you have anything before we jump into our year the one Nope, I'm I'm ready for you're the one. This list took me a little longer than normal. We do have our very special end of year special for you're the one list this week. We're doing our you're the one dynasty edition. So instead of picking the players we want going forward this year, we're picking the players that we might keep as a keeper uh, or target as a keeper for next year. So let's start us off. A little bit, uh, you know, a lot of the same players, but some. You know, sometimes the dynasty value kind of changes who we'd pick. So there's a couple of these guys where I had to pick somebody that hasn't even been mentioned in this list all year long just because of their dynasty value. And this is where we also have to do some research on injuries. There's some guys that missed this whole year that are worth being on here or worth mentioning. So let's get to it. So starting off with uh, Buffalo, there's a couple of guys here. In fact, I narrowed it down to three. But I ended up going with our guy that uh, pretty much was on here most of the year, Jordan Poyer, the safety. But Tremaine Edmonds, the linebacker, looks pretty good. And the D lineman, A.J. Epinesa, the rookie, he looked pretty good too. So those are, those are the three that I like. But I'm sticking with Jordan Poyer as my dynasty year, the one. All right. Well, the only name I have to add to the list was Ed Oliver, the D-line second-year ball player. You know, he's – improving slowly and maybe this third year will be a charm but i also stuck with jordan prior i thought ed oliver could have been a, a star like even in his rookie year but he didn't really play a whole lot and didn't do a whole lot so we'll see hopefully he does come around next year new england's a tough one uh, especially this year so i i kind of looked at you know adrian phillips wasn't too big on him but I think the guy that I that I think has the probably the best dynasty value for me is Devin McCourty at safety. But this is a tough one, so I could see anybody here. All right. Um, I went with Chase Winovich, second-year D-line. But D-line, there's usually a huge gap between the top and the bottom. So I always just give the benefit of the doubt to that D-line. So he's the one I chose, Chase Winovich. Moving on to the Jets. It's going to be interesting what this team looks like next year. Um, I did hear that Adam Gase, their coach, uh, finally took the blame for their lousy offensive plays this year. So, But he still has a job. We were wrong on that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so looking at the team here, uh, I like that. I had Brian Poole, the cornerback, for quite a while on on my team and on – I don't know if he spent too many weeks on this list. And I think uh, Quinnen Williams was another one that I really liked here. But I ended up going with C.J. Mosley, the linebacker, who's been injured all year long because I think he's a really good linebacker. And next year, I think he comes back strong, hopefully. So I'm going with C.J. Mosley. Yeah, I narrowed it down to C.J. Mosley and Quinnen Williams, but I'm giving the uh, benefit of the doubt again to the D-line second-year player, Quinnen Williams. See how he comes back. I think he's on the IR with a neck injury, unfortunately. That could, you know, that could spell trouble. But there's been linebackers 
that have played, come back and played, but they usually don't last too long once they've had the neck injury. They might get another year, but I don't know. It seems like it keeps coming back. But yeah, that's that's one to look to to look at. Quinn and Williams is a stud, though. All right, yeah. moving on to Miami. Um, this one's kind of tough too because there's a few players that I like here, uh, including uh, Xavier or Xavier Howard. I like uh, Jerome Baker, the linebacker, Emmanuel Ogba, the D-line. But I went with Emmanuel Ogba, the defensive lineman. He did have his highest sack season of his career this year. And he looks like a kind of a star in the making. So let's, let's hope that he keeps getting better and gets up into that uh, contest for winning the NFL in sacks. So I'm going Emmanuel Ogba, defensive line. Nice choice. Um, the only one I also considered was Christian Wilkins, D-line. You mentioned Howard already, but I also stuck with Emmanuel Agaba. No love for Jerome Baker, huh? No, I just <laughs> D two D lines and the DB who was just incredible this year. Yeah, the the issue with uh, some of these cornerbacks too, in in their dynasty value, especially rookies this year. I, I think I was high on a couple of rookie cornerbacks. Is uh, you know, they might be shut down corners next year and they just get avoided. So they'll go from having a great year with a lot of tackles and a lot of pass defenses to almost nothing, even though they play 100% of the time, it's just because they don't throw their way. So that's that's what scares me the most on a player like Xavier Howard. But I think they use him all over the field. All right, so moving on to Baltimore. This one I thought was pretty easy. Uh, Patrick Queen is a rookie linebacker, had a pretty great start right out of the blocks. So I'm, I'm sticking with Patrick Queen as the dynasty. You're the one. Yeah, the only I gave some consideration to Yannick and I'm not even going to say. <laughs> and then the other young linebacker um, that they just drafted this year, name skips me, but I also went with Patrick Queen of Baltimore. Their other linebacker was uh, Malik Harrison that was also a rookie this year. Okay. And he did look pretty good too, but not, I mean, basically not as good as Queen. Yeah, Matt Matt Jude, I was considering a teeny bit, but guy's been in the league five years and really haven't made a name for yourself yet. Probably not going to. You know, surprisingly, I thought Yannick Ngakwe had been around for a lot longer, but he's only, this is his fourth year, so yeah, but he's I, still a youngin. I thought the exact same thing. I was like, ah, oh. but I thought he was on a whole different team last year. So he's been moved around. I think he <laughs> held out with Jacksonville. Then before the season started, he went to Minnesota and then Minnesota pretty much got rid of a mid year. Yeah. I think right at the trade deadline. All right. So who did you get on there? Sorry. I Let's got go. Mr. Queen. Okay. So double on Patrick Queen there. Yeah. Pittsburgh's an interesting one. I, I really like Devin Bush here at linebacker. Uh, and also the safety, Minka Fitzpatrick. But I had to go with the NFL sack leader, linebacker T.J. Watt, as you're the one dynasty. <laughs> yeah, the only one I considered was Mr. Devin Bush, but I also went with T.J. Watt. All right, moving on to Cincinnati. Uh, I think this is a almost all-year guy for me, Jesse Bates. I had Carl Lawson, I think, for one week, who I also like his dynasty value, but Jesse Bates is – pretty much a star on the team and has a lot of dynasty value at safety. So I'm going Jesse Bates as the dynasty one. Nice. I didn't even consider anyone else. I was looking around and this defense might be a mess. 
you know, but I also went with Jesse Bates. All right. So moving on to Cleveland. This one I thought was pretty easy. I mean, based on name alone, I went with Miles Garrett, defensive line. He was in the running for NFL sack lead until some injuries slowed him down uh, later on in the years, but I'm sticking with Miles Garrett as you're the one dynasty. Yeah, and I also, he's the only one I considered on the Cleveland, so I also stuck with Mr. Garrett. Jacksonville. This one was interesting, too. You know, we've been talking up Joe the Show, but what's what's Joe the Show's dynasty value? Um, I kind of had to look pretty deep here to see. I, I kind of like Miles Jack, but probably not as much as Joe the Show. Um, I went towards the defensive line, so I probably took after you and said it all starts up front. But Josh Allen, defensive line, he did show that he could put up 10-plus sacks last year in 2019, but he had a rough season this year. So we'll see. I, my, my hope and my guess is that he can put up another big sack year if the team gets better. So I'm going Josh Allen, defensive line, as you're the one. Nice, nice one. I really like that one. I considered him um, – I really considered Miles Jack. I thought Miles Jack was a lot younger than Joe the Show, but they've both been in the league for five years. So going off of that, I'm just thinking Joe the Show is getting better. So he's you're the one for me. Do uh do linebackers have like a uh a prime age where they start once they hit it, they start going downhill? Atlanta had that linebacker forever. Same with Washington. So I'm going to say they're probably good up until they're 35 if they keep their body in tip shape. I'll have to Google to see if I can find that guy. I think one thing that uh, with linebackers nowadays, especially is the <clears throat> the concussion protocol. So if, uh, if a linebacker gets in there a few times, he's probably going to not last as long. But the linebackers that you never see in the concussion protocol, I think those ones probably are going to last longer. But they're the ones, you know, I mean, they – Linebackers are hitting people basically with their with their heads on almost every play. That's why they're getting you know close to 100 solos a year at the the top ones, and then you know you get a few assisted tackles. So definitely a lot of helmet to helmet contact. <laughs> uh, so that kind of shortens their their careers. All right, so let's move on to Tennessee. <clears throat> uh, this one was another tough one too, right? I don't know if there's any any super standouts here. I kind of like the linebacker, Rashawn Evans. I like the cornerback, Malcolm Butler. But I think I'm really looking forward to, to their rookie draft class next year to see who I might really like on this team. But picking a dynasty player on this team now, I have to go Malcolm Butler at cornerback. I Butler was a runner-up for me. I went with uh, throw your helmet down on accident. Rashawn Evans, linebacker. Ooh, throw some punches, too, in week one. <laughs> All right, I like that. Uh, moving on to Indy. Uh, there's a lot of injured players here, so a lot of choices of players that didn't have great years but could have, um, like Danico Autry and Malik Hooker, I think are two, two players that were injured a lot that I kind of like. But I had to stick with Darius Leonard. He's just too good to, to ignore. Yeah, I, I gave DeForest Buckner a little consideration, but Leonard, like you, you nailed it perfect. He was most definitely, you're the one for next year also. So Houston's up next. I struggled with this one too, because I really like that, uh, that linebacker that filled in for Bernardrick McKinney when he went out, uh, Tyrell Adams. Uh, he looked really good 
Um, he didn't play the full year, so his numbers weren't quite as high as like Zach Cunningham, but Zach Cunningham and Tyrell Adams are both, both really good linebackers in my opinion. And it comes down to like, who's going to get more of the pass defenses, <clears throat> who's going to get more sacks, that kind of stuff. And I think if they would have played a full year, Tyrell Adams probably would have had that, but it's hard to say because just looking at the games where they both played, Zach Cunningham probably edged him out. So I think I'm going to stick with Zach Cunningham linebacker as you're the one for Houston. Yeah, I consider J.J. Watt, but he's such a boom-bust player. It's really killed me on that this year. You know, I bench him because I get mad, then he blows up. So Zach Cunningham has been, you're the one for me. And I stuck with him just because of consistency. I think what is, uh, I don't know his, his length in the NFL, but I don't think it's more than five years. So I think he's he's got some some more tread on the tires. Yeah, four-year vet. Okay, so moving on to Kansas City. Another tough one. <clears throat> I like uh, defensive lineman Frank Clark quite a bit here, but he's a close second. I went with our guy, I think from, let me look, way back to week two, Legereus Sneed at cornerback. I think when this guy's <laughs> healthy, he plays really well. And maybe I'm getting on too many of these defensive backs, but gets a lot of pass defenses, a lot of tackles. I think if he would have played the whole year, he probably would have been up there in interceptions as well. Maybe not legally, but he looked pretty good. I think uh, he might be a star on that defense, just mainly because nobody else really stands out other than like the, the front, like Frank Clark. But I think I had to go with it. I'm going LeJerry Snead for sure. All right. I uh, really didn't give anyone else consideration other than Chris Jones. And un he's a free agent in our league. Wow. <laughs> but when he's on his game, he's a beast up front. Yeah, I kind of – Chris Jones and Frank Clark. And I don't know if I, if I could really pick one of those two. But I did like Frank Clark a little better than uh, Chris Jones in my ranking. But neither one was first. Yeah, Chris Jones, I think, is a five-year vet, so he's a little younger than Frank Clark. I can't quite remember how old Frank Clark is, but I think he's up there a little bit in age. I'll look while we're... This is where the ageism nope, comes out. Six, six-year vet. Look at that. And I was thinking yeah. it was like eight-year vet. <laughs> God, that's, a, that's a close one now, but I'm going to stick with my boy. I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> Yeah, it's it'll be interesting because you know a lot of these teams are going to trade or change up a little bit in the off season with uh, a lot of free agent moves and trades and stuff like that. So, and the draft, you know, maybe somebody gets a star rookie that's going to take over one of these vets' spots. So, it'll be interesting to to see basically the draft and then the off season. All right, moving on to Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I'm really hoping Derwin James and Kenneth Murray, the rookie, can show what they can do next year because neither one of them had – I mean, Derwin James didn't really play this year. Uh, I don't know if he's played much. He's always been hurt. Kenneth Murray started coming on stronger later in the year and actually looked pretty good when he did play. So both of those guys I'm going to keep an eye on for next year. But I had to go Joey Bosa, defensive line, as you're the one dynasty. Yeah, the one I considered, and just because he dominates so much is – I won James, like you mentioned, but I went with Boza also just being up front. That defense has some potential. You know, they got pretty much every level right there with Bosa, Kenneth Murray, and James. So we'll see what they can do. Maybe uh, 
couple more good draft picks on that defense or some more receivers for that Justin Herbert quarterback. <laughs> uh, they do have, uh, you know, Keenan Allen and who's it Williams that's always getting hurt. Yeah. All right. So Las Vegas. Um, <clears throat> I'm really hoping the D defensive line improves after this year because they, they didn't look good this year. And there's a lot of linebackers to consider here too, but it's hard to skip out on Jonathan Abram safety. So Jonathan Abram is you're the one dynasty. Yeah. The other one I gave Callan Farrell, the actor, you know, <laughs> I gave him a little love back there on the D line, but I went with Max Crosby. Call okay. me crazy, but I went with Max Crosby. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Will Farrell's little brother, right? Cleland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to Denver. Uh, this one, this one's interesting too, because you know Von Miller didn't play this year, so he's he's in consideration. Uh, he might be getting a little bit up there in age. Bradley Chubb, kind of on and off year this year, a lot of ins and outs and injuries and stuff, but he did play a lot of the year, and he's he's a pretty talented guy. But Justin Simmons at safety, I think he's one of their best players and still fairly young. I don't know if it's the second or third year, but Justin Simmons is the one for me. Yeah, I, uh, only one I considered here other than Justin Simmons was Bradley Chubb, and I think he would have had a bigger year if Von Miller was, a, you know, because Chubb kind of feeds off of Miller, you know, oh, his yeah. double team. So, but I also went with Justin Simmons. Yeah, Von Miller brings a lot to this team. I think he's so talented, but they lose so much when he's out. Oh, I found it. <clears throat> London. Fletcher was that oh. linebacker that played <laughs> forever. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there that used to be a thing, but it seems like lately you don't get these linebackers playing. Yeah, much the, longer uh, than five years. The one that played the most was Clay Matthews Jr. Oh, yeah, I remember him. It shows him from seventy-eight to ninety-six. Woo! That's too many years to count. Yeah. That's All right, impressive. Now I, can, now I can get serious again. Well, now that we're done with <laughs> AFC in Denver, it's serious time to hit the NFC. So starting it off with Washington, there's a lot of good options on that Washington defense. I'm, I'm always surprised to see that they're not doing a lot better than they are just because of how good that defense is. I like Cameron Curl. I like Montez Sweat. I like Chase Young. I'd even consider John Bostick, but I think the – the ultimate dynasty keeper for me off of this team has to be Chase Young. Chase Young is the one. Yeah, the ones I considered is like Landon Collins. How good is he going to be and Cameron Curl next year? Are they going to be splitting a lot of duties? So that's going to be an interesting development going into next year. Montez Sweat might only get better as Chase Young gets better because of the double teams chase. But if I had to pick, probably – Chase Young is probably hands down, but so many options in Washington. Oh, yeah. Even the interior guys on the line. And then you got the old veteran, uh, Ryan Kerrigan. You know, he had a, <clears throat> a little bit of a banged up year, but he might be getting edged out by these young guys too. So, I mean, you can only have so many players. You can't put 100 NFL stars on a defense because roster doesn't allow it. So, you only have 11 on the field. And, yeah, the, the Cameron Curl versus Landon Collin things – if they both play, it might be kind of like the old days of uh, Marcus May, Jamal Adams, right? Where one of them's going to get all the stats and the other one's going to play more of a, just a free safety look to, you know, 
double cover some star receivers and tight ends. So that could be interesting to see which one of those gets the, the good fantasy position. All right, moving on to Dallas. Uh, another tough one here. I think I, my, uh, <laughs> my, my way I went about this was going with the risky picks that I liked, which <clears throat> might not always be the best ones. And so there's a few guys here, but I went with Trayvon Diggs, another cornerback, who I think is a risky pick because he's a pretty good cornerback. And he might end up being a shutdown quarterback where teams just avoid him. That's what makes him risky. But if they don't, you know, he's going to get a lot of picks, a lot of pass defenses, and probably quite a bit of tackles. But if I, if I were to play it safe, I would have went with Jalen Smith here. But I'm not playing it safe. I'm going risky. So Trayvon Diggs is the one. All right. I had him on my list. I also added Randy Gregory. And, you know, he's been playing pretty good. He's fairly young, but I played it safe on this one and went Jalen Smith. <laughs> <laughs> You're the safety. Yeah, I went safe. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – so Randy Gregory, he's been in the league for how long? Like since 2015, I think, so about five years. But because of his suspension, I don't know how many years he's played. It looks like he's played about three full years, so he's really not that – that old yeah i show him as he's a three-year player yeah because he was yeah. suspended for a couple of those he did in in 2016 he played in two games uh week 16 and 17 and then he didn't play at all in 2017 and then 2018 he played but then he didn't play at all in 2019 so i mean he's been around he just hasn't been playing due to suspensions or possibly injuries on some of those but that's that'd be an interesting thing. But yeah, Jalen yeah. Smith, I think if I played it safe, that would be a good pick. I think he is their future linebacker. Yeah. All right, ready for Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> this, this one's kind of tough. So I, I think the only ones that I really looked at in terms of dynasty value, I mean, I like their linebackers like Alex Singleton, but they've got a few that have that are coming back. And I think they have more linebackers than they have linebacker positions. So that could be tricky on which one you pick there. But up front, you know, you've got like Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, and Josh Sweat. And I think the, the, the good dynasty options for me are Josh Sweat and Derek Barnett. And I think I really like the Josh, Josh Sweat pick the best. So I'm sticking with Josh Sweat as the one. Interesting. I uh, didn't quite know what to do with Philadelphia. Duke Riley, but with all the linebackers coming back, you know, he's one of them coming back. And I decided, well, when in doubt, go D-line. And I went Josh Sweat. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't think we'd get the same guy. But he And he's on your team, and he was tearing it up at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the linebacker situation, you know, they have that Nate, Nate Jerry, Nate Gary. He's out, but he used to be good when he played, like you mentioned, Riley. Uh, at middle, I think uh, – you know, TJ Edwards, I think he's up there in age. But Jannard Avery, he's on IR. So they they definitely got some players, but it's one of those where it's hard to say who's going to be the one. All right, so moving on to the Giants. Uh, this I really like this defense too. I really like the Washington and New York Giants, both of their defense. Uh, I, I'm keeping an eye on Xavier McKinney. So he's a rookie this year. Missed almost the entirety of the year, except for maybe the last three or four games. 
Um, so I think he's getting some time now just so they can evaluate him, see what he can do. Uh, and he could be kind of a, another guy. So like uh, speaking of safety combos, Xavier McKinney and maybe a Jarrell Peppers there, or even they have Logan Ryan, who I think is probably the best safety on that team. Uh, but I had to look up front because there's a packed defensive backfield. So I, I went with Blake Martinez at linebacker. I'm going to play it safe, but I'm going to pick Blake Martinez as the one. But i really like to see what the Xavier McKinney can do. Well, my notes are Peppers versus McKinney. Hard to see what's going to happen there. I drafted McKinney this year. I had high hopes for him, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to play it safe with this one and go Blake Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But nice. I wanted Xavier so bad. <laughs> Same here. That's why I had to talk so much about him. Like, I just can't pick him because, I mean, I haven't really seen if he could produce it at a big fantasy level. But Blake Martinez, we know. I mean, Blake Martinez has already proven himself now on two teams that he can be the one. So I think you have to play it safe there. But if you have room to stash players like McKinney and Peppers. See, Peppers is an interesting one because uh, I think he gets hurt a little easy, but he didn't really get much time, I think, because he's he's getting benched a little bit to let Xavier McKinney get more more playing time. So is that worth worth a spot? And out of those three guys, I think only two can really play. So Xavier McKinney, Logan Ryan, and Jabril Peppers. And who's the odd man out? I tell you, it's not Xavier McKinney because they're going to keep the rookie. So that that's that's why I think we both had to go safe there. Yeah, I agree. All right, so Green Bay. This is another tough one. There's only really two guys that I like here. Uh, Zadarius Smith and Darnell Savage. Darnell Savage looks really good at safety. But Zadarius Smith, over the last two years, has had 13 and a half and 12 and a half sacks in the last two years. So he definitely shows that he can compete for NFL sack lead on a yearly basis. So I have to go Zadarius Smith at linebacker. I found this team interesting. I gave Christian Kirksley a little attention, Zadarius Smith. And I was like, oh, those two. But Savage as the DB has been pretty dominant. So I went Savage. DB. I, I, don't know, I don't know if he's a second-year guy or pretty sure he's not a rookie. I think this is year two for Savage. But we're Savage if you watch a lot of clone commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a big fan of what Savage is done i'm looking at his years i didn't write it down just because he was on my team i was like ah oh, he's basically his won me the last two out of three games himself wow not bad and he's a two-year player okay two years that's what i was thinking so he's he's pretty good i'm pretty sure somebody else drafted him as a rookie last year on in our league but must have cut him all right uh moving on to chicago uh, this one wasn't too hard for me. There's a couple of guys here that have some really good dynasty value. But this linebacker, Roquan Smith, they don't make linebackers much better than this. How could you not stick with Roquan Smith linebacker? So he's the one. Yeah, I could only think of one linebacker might be better, Mr. White. But I considered Mac just because when he's so healthy, he could be the best defensive player in the league. But Roquan has shown that, you know what? Take a back seat. You came to my team, Mr. Mack. 
This is my team. Mr. Smith, you're the one. And you know, Chicago's known for their linebackers. They've had some really, really good linebackers over their time, 100 years or however long they've been playing there in Soldier Field. But man, if you're a good linebacker, Chicago's a great place to be the good linebacker. All right, Minnesota. This one, I think we're probably going to be on the same same guy um, who didn't even play at all this year, but... (laughs) Let's 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 jump in the way back machine. Remember his uh, so Danielle Hunter defensive line. He had a fourteen uh, sack season, followed by a fourteen and a half sack season in twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. And then if you go back a couple years further than that, twelve and a half in two thousand sixteen. So Minnesota's really missing this guy, and hopefully he comes back stronger and better than ever next year. But Danielle Hunter is the dynasty one. Yeah, I also went with Daniel Hunter. The only two I considered were the linebackers and Kendricks and Wilson, but when Hunter's on the field, that defense goes. Exactly. And that could be the reason why they're, what, like 6-9 and nine this year or somewhere, somewhere so bad. Yeah. All right, moving on to Detroit. Another, I, I don't like any options on Detroit. I mean, all they did was take players that used to be on the Patriots and bring them over, and that's probably why they – no longer have their expatriate coach, right? So um, I had to look hard at this one. I thought, well, the only guy that I would consider is Romeo Aquara, defensive line, just for the sacks. Uh, nobody else on that team do I even like for dynasty value. So Romeo Aquara is the dynasty one. Yeah, the only one I considered was linebacker Jamie Collins, but I also went with Romeo Okora, <laughs> getting a little better. Five-year vet up front, you know, maybe a new coach will bring in and maybe he's going to develop into something special. But right now, he's the only one I would consider. All right, I think we agree there. So New Orleans. Uh, this one might not be not be that hard or it might be hard depending on how you look at it. For me, it came down to two guys. I think my very first year, the one pick this year was uh, for this team was Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or CJ Gardner-Johnson. And then in week two, I switched to Trey Hendrickson and then pretty much on somebody else for the rest of the year on that team. But those two were my dynasty guys that it came down to Trey Hendrickson or CJ Gardner-Johnson. And I decided I think Trey Hendrickson is probably the more valuable dynasty pick. So Trey Hendrickson is the dynasty one for me. I don't know what I was thinking. It came down to two players for me and a player I don't even think we've mentioned. So I considered Trey Hendrickson, but I went with injured linebacker, Kwan Alexander, ah. thinking he's going to be a beast there, but I don't know. It's probably a huge mistake and you can't go wrong with Trey, but I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the combo of Demario Davis and Quan Alexander because they, uh, together, I think they make a really good uh, linebacker pair for that team. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I God, he was just so good when he was playing. You know, when before, I mean, like twenty points in week one it's with San Fran. With San Fran, that's yeah, that's a big difference though. He was on a lot better team, but that team fell so. apart quickly. Yeah, I just like, oh, so much potential there. But I probably got this one wrong. And usually you always take D-line over linebacker because linebackers are a dime a dozen. But <laughs> yep. so, but oh, 
I'm already regretting it. <laughs> All right, another tough one. So we're gonna we're gonna go on a streak of pick tough picks here, Atlanta. So I think it really came down to the linebackers for me at Atlanta. I don't really, uh, I'm not too big on the the safeties. Uh, was it AJ Terrell at cornerback? Looks looks all right. Their D line is just ho hum, but Deion Jones and Foyasada Luakon are both pretty good linebackers to have. Deion Jones has been in the league five years, and Foy's been in three years. Uh, but Foyasada Luakon is a linebacker from Yale. You don't get that often, so I'm going to Luakon as the dynasty one. Oh. Man, I'm going to let Mr. Jones know you picked the smart one out of the group and you might have something to say. Yeah, I, it came down to the two linebackers for me, but I went with the opposite, Mr. Jones from LSU. Yeah. You know, LSU probably produces better football players than Yale and Harvard, but sometimes you got to give love to the those smart colleges if they can play football and be smart. Yep. All right, let's go on to Tampa Bay. This one might be hard, or it might not. Uh, I don't think this team's going to look the same next year because they have a lot of bets on there. Uh, so free agency, maybe a couple of retirements. Uh, but it's still hard to look anywhere outside of Devin White at linebacker. He's, he's a stud no matter what that team looks like. Um, I assume they're going to have a few guys, but like JPP, does he, does he come back? Does he go to another team? Um, I think I, they have the rookie. Uh, what's the rookie safety's name that I like? Um, Winfield. Yeah, Antoine Winfield. Uh, definitely looks like a good dynasty value, but I mean, it's Devin White. Why is there even a discussion here? Devin White's the dynasty one. Well, Tampa Bay, you always have to talk because Brady goes there and then all the bets go there, right? Yep. So as long as Brady's there and they all took a lot less money to play there so they could all re-sign but i'm with you devin whites you're the one and the only one i considered was uh winfield yeah winfield know. looks really good too yeah but mr white leading you know number one linebacker in the league it's hard and he's one league weeks by himself with 64 points one week <laughs> and 58 points and he's not a boom bust guy either he only had one two games under 10 points under double digits wow that's consistency wow. and boom all in one that's what you want somebody who's got the high floor and then the roof is the ceiling as yep michael jordan's comment <laughs> all right the roof is the ceiling <laughs> let's go on to carolina uh this one so there's this one's interesting and i think it comes down to uh how different fantasy leagues position players so for me, it's Jeremy Chin at safety. But if your league doesn't put Jeremy Chin at defensive back and it has him as a linebacker, I don't like his dynasty value as much at linebacker, even though some, some sites call him a linebacker. So if you get him as a safety, I like Jeremy Chin. But if you can't, then I like defensive end Brian Burns. So those are my co-year the dynasty ones based on how your league positions some of these players. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. It came down to two players, Jeremy Chin, but I gave it up to the guy up front and Brian Burns. He's here, the one for me. Mr. Burns. Yeah. I think those two might have been. I did have Shaq Thompson on my list this year, but Jeremy Chin was probably almost, 
he spent most of the year on here. Brian Burns had a few weeks on here. Uh, but Jeremy Chin, I think he was a star in the making. But, you know, like uh, like the scoring system, you know, if he's just a linebacker, there's a lot of linebackers I'd like better. Yeah. All right, moving on to Arizona. This one's kind of interesting, too. Uh, I'm really hoping that linebacker Isaiah Simmons keeps his momentum going uh, next year. Once he got in there and started playing towards the end of the year, he looked pretty good. I think he started off his first couple of games with sacks. He's been getting a lot of tackles lately, but Buda Baker is still pretty young and a really good talent to have there. So Buda Baker at safety is the dynasty one. I had two players also, Simmons and Buda, and I had to go with Buda. Simmons, I was hoping, would have like that Jeremy Chin style of role where he basically plays kind of like a linebacker, but he's technically a safety. And that adds a ton of value in in fantasies. But that's not how that one worked out. He didn't really play much. You think it's because uh, Buddha playing that role for that team? Could be, because I think that might be the role. And Buddha Baker's a better player right now anyway. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons is bigger. Uh, but maybe they'll figure out something else. I mean, I don't know if they'll, they'll probably keep the same defensive coordinator and maybe they'll figure out a way. They did figure out a way to get him in playing more later in the year. So hopefully he keeps that up and he's getting a lot of solos lately. All right, let's move on to Seattle. Um, the, you have a record setting defensive back in Jamal Adams at safety getting, <laughs> getting sacks. And then you have Bobby Wagner who will be on his 10th year next season. So do you go with a dynasty value 10-year linebacker or do you go with a record-setting defensive back? For me, that's easy. Jamal Adams' safety is the dynasty one. Well, I'm going to agree with you, which doesn't happen very often. I'm going with the safety Jamal Adams from LSU again. And they can put some football players together. (laughs) If only he was from Yale. (laughs) Three-year player, man. I mean, why did the Jets even get rid of that guy? Jets are just, I don't know. The winning streak Jets, by the way. The funny thing, I think they did it for the picks and to try to, and there was some issue, right? Jamal Adams didn't really want to be in New York. Um, and they wanted to get some more picks and, you know, stock up for this year's draft. And then they don't even get the first pick overall. <laughs> so Adam Gase blew that one. Yeah, he, he's, he's, he can mess up a few things, is all I'll say. <laughs> we'll keep it PG-13. <laughs> all right. Don't have to flag it. All right. So going to Los Angeles Rams. Ah, man, so looking back to 2018, just two years ago, Aaron Donald posted 20 and a half sacks. So 20.5 sacks in 2018. And then he had 12 and 13 and a half the last two years, but he is going on his, his eighth year in the NFL. So I don't think that's a big deal for defensive linemen as it would be for, you know, like running backs and linebackers. So I'm sticking with Aaron Donald as the dynasty one here. Yeah, I could, well, I really didn't consider anybody but if i had to do an honorable mention to your player taylor rap was pretty good earlier in the year but aaron donald will probably be on this list until he hangs it up <laughs> i think so too i mean I, I wanted to give some love to micah kaiser but i didn't see him really doing much after like his really fast start but jordan fuller safety though he's a he's a guy that could get some honorable mention Nobody's going to take the spot from Aaron Donald, like you said, until his cleats are hanging on a, on a 
coat rack somewhere. <laughs> all right, so San Francisco to end this out. So it wasn't pretty much our all-year guy in Fred Warner, and it wasn't the newcomer, Kerry Hyder at D-line for me. I went with the injured guy just because I think he can bring a lot more to this team if he's healthy. Uh, Nick Bosa at D-line. But speaking of Fred Warner, he's only a three-year guy, and he's been consistent every year in his career, and he plays pretty much every game. So Fred Warner is a pretty solid pick, but Nick Bosa has a little more dynasty value value for me. So I'm going Nick Bosa D-line. Yeah. The only one I considered for this one was Fred Warner, you know, was the runner up to Nick Bosa. But like you said, Fred Warner's consistent. He plays, but he's just a middle, like a top 20 linebacker. Yeah. You know, where I think Nick Bosa can be probably a top three D line. Yeah. That's the, just the value of sacks versus the value of tackles. Yeah. There's so many linebackers, you know, because teams do either two, three, or four linebackers usually when they're, when they're lining up. And that's a lot of linebackers for fantasy teams. And if your leagues are like ours, we only start two linebackers on our team and there's on each team. And there's what, uh, let's say on average, you know, three linebackers per team start in the NFL. That's, Three times 32, 96 linebackers are starting in the NFL on a weekly basis, and we start 20 of those 96. So there's so many linebackers out there to to pick up that probably aren't even being started on a fantasy team. That's what really hurts linebackers, I think. I agree. All right, well, that is our You're the One Dynasty edition. I think it was a pretty good thing. There's a couple of those. I think uh, I have a couple of those guys, and you have a couple of those guys where – after looking at it, you thought, well, maybe maybe that wasn't the best pick. But for me, like uh, some of these teams, like New England, it's hard to know if you got the best pick. But Devin McCourty can be a good player. Another yeah. one I was question, questionable on, LeJarius Sneed. I think he's a great athlete and a really good player. But I don't know if he's going to really hold up going forward in terms of dynasty value. And the rest of these. I do like Trayvon Diggs, though. That's one of my best uh, cornerback picks, I think, on this. Do you like any guys? Do you have any ones that stand out on yours? Uh, you know, well, yeah, of course you got, like, Chase Young, how good that defense is. Is that holding him back, or can he even get better? Because you got, like, a Miles Garrett, who's kind of like the only piece there. Yeah. So it's hard to really say. It just really showed me how weak some of the defenses are, like, Vegas, I mean, Jonathan Abram, great pick. Max Crosby is who I went with. But would those two, would you even consider them against uh, Zach Cunningham as an average linebacker on Houston? Well, the great part about that is if you're doing your draft and it comes down to, well, I've already got three linebackers on my roster and I don't have a safety yet, then it makes that that decision much easier. So. Hopefully yeah. the way your draft unfolds helps a lot of this stuff going forward. But we're a long, long way from uh, next year's draft, so I don't yeah. want to overanalyze yet. We'll definitely yeah. do some, some lists going, going forward, especially once we see all the new teams you know, after free agency and draft. But looking at the safety cornerbacks, I think I had eight safeties, if I counted that right, on my uh, You're the One dynasty, and only three cornerbacks. So wow. even I was giving a lot of love to the safeties. And there's 
Yep, I agree with you there. I didn't do a count on mine. I probably ended up with a lot of defensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs> you do like the the upfront. That's where it starts. So, all right, that was a pretty good uh, year. The one I like the dynasty edition. Um, next up, we're not doing a pick six this week, uh, mainly because. I didn't get that ready, but we're going to do something similar and I think more, more valuable this time of year. We're going to pick our NFC and AFC divisional winners and our Super Bowl winner. So who's going to the Super Bowl and who's going to win it? You want to start us off? Yeah, I'll uh, just do one at a time out of the AFC. I think you have to choose between KC and Buffalo. So I took KC for that one and then going into the nfc really debated this one the saints new orleans versus tampa bay and i picked the saints but then i remembered all oh, michael thomas is out but i believe in going with my gut so i'm sticking with the saints and i'm going to take casey as your back-to-back -back winners a repeat wow a repeat well i wanted to change it up and I think KC is a great pick, and it's probably the smart pick. And I'm not playing the great pick or the smart pick. I'm looking at the AFC. Who's looking really hot, at least in the last half of their last game? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm liking uh, – I like what I saw out of Pittsburgh. You know, they've, they've been on a three-and-a-half game losing streak. But then they came out of the second half of that game last week, and they look good again. And they've got the defense that wins championships – I don't think KC has the defense. KC's pretty much relying on their offense, and they they have shown that they can be maybe not shut down, but slowed down. Uh, so it's going to take a good defense and a good offense to beat KC, and I don't know if Pittsburgh has the offense. So they do have the defense, but a team that does have the offense and defense, I think, is Buffalo. Uh, their defense isn't stellar. They don't get a lot of sacks, but they're above the average in getting sacks per game. They're... They can shut people down, and they play all right. And I think if it's a, a game in the snow, Buffalo can play just as well as Kansas City in the snow. So I'm going Buffalo as the AFC winner. The NFC, I think it's between the Bays, Tampa Bay or Green Bay. And I think Tampa Bay, they have all those vets, like you mentioned, that are coming there to win a Super Bowl, and they're going to give it everything they have in the playoffs and the Super Bowl, because, you know, a lot of them, this might be their last chance at a Super Bowl. So I'm going Tampa Bay over Green Bay to win the NFC. So my Super Bowl is Buffalo versus Tampa Bay, which I think the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay, if, I, if my memory serves me right this year. And I'm going with the, the team that I think is better, Buffalo. Buffalo wins the Super Bowl over Tampa Bay. So I had Buffalo, Tampa Bay with Buffalo winning. You had KC, New Orleans with KC winning. So we have four different teams in our Super Bowl. <laughs> awesome. But I, I can't see too many people really competing with Kansas City, but it can be done. And you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. All right. So that's our basically our pick six this week is our who's going to the Super Bowl and who's winning it. No odds on this one because we don't need them. <laughs> I like it. So you always stick me with these games, Jeopardy, you know, first and 10. So I decided to do a little family feud on you. So 
I'm going to say we have time to do one, maybe two, but where do you think your knowledge is? Do you like, and I'm going to call it the duo, the duo. So the top two scorers on each team out of defensive line, linebackers, or DBs, which one would you like to oh, tell me let's the go higher? Line, let's linebackers? go linebackers, yeah. All right, perfect. That should be, a, that's actually the easiest one out of the three. That's what I want. I want the easy <laughs> yeah, one. So really didn't get any listeners because I just woke up and decided to put it together. So top five, one point for the bottom and so on. So up five points, so you can get a total of nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 points-ish. And I want to do pairs or just a single linebacker? Nope, duos. Duos. Okay. Yep. So they have to be two linebackers on the same team. Yep. And top five. Ooh. Let's see. That is going to be tough. So I think I'm going to start looking like right at uh, some of the teams that I know have good linebackers, like Chicago. Uh, But I don't know. Like it seems like it's a one man show at linebacker there. But if Khalil Mack counts as a linebacker, he does. That might be one. So I think I'll, I'll do Roquan Smith, Khalil Mack. All right. That is number three on the board for three points. Okay. So at least I got on the board. I feel good about that. <laughs> uh, Denver had a nice run, but I don't think they're in there. Okay. Uh, Houston. But So I like Zach Cunningham, but Tyrell Adams didn't really get a play the whole year. But I'm going to try it. Zach Cunningham and Tyrell Adams. All right, they are also on the board at number five for one point. All right, I got three and five. Yeah. I do like the Smith brothers in uh, Green Bay, but I don't think I'm going to pick them because I don't think Preston Smith has done too much, but Zadair has. And Christian Kirksey's been too too much hurt, so I don't think they're going to be in it. Uh, Darius Leonard looks good at linebacker, but I don't know who else would go with them. Maybe Anthony Walker? Let's try Darius Leonard and Anthony Walker just to see. Your first miss. All right. I'm kind of just looking team by team to see who might be good. (laughs) Uh, You know the Miles Jack and Joe the Show. Let's try that. Joe Schobert and Miles Jack. Ding, ding, ding. I thought they would be a lot higher. They come in as number four for two points. I got the bottom three, four, and five. All right. You've got one guess. Oh, I I only get two wrongs, not three? Okay. Uh, Let's say five guesses, right? Oh, and you've missed one, so that would be you've done four guesses out of top five. I thought I had one and two left. Did I get one or two? Nope, you still have one and two, but you've already got one miss, right? Oh, you don't get three misses. Man, what nope. kind of family feud is this? Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> want to make it too easy for you. Well, I'm going to narrow it down to two two teams here. Minnesota, because the Eric's. Okay. Um, I don't think New Orleans shows up, even though DeMario had a good day. But i got to look at Tampa Bay. Uh, because of Devin White, right? I mean, he alone could carry. It's just who's going to be with him. Is it Levante David, who's been on a year the one? I don't think Shaq Barrett had a good enough year. So basically it comes down to either Tampa Bay with uh, Devin White and whoever. Maybe uh, I'd probably go Levante David as the two. Or the Eric brothers from Minnesota. And I guess you can't really knock off Pittsburgh either because – T.J. Watt counts as the linebacker. But I don't know who would go with him. Vince Williams or Avery Williamson. 
Um, man, this one's, this one's tough. You put me on the spot when I only have one guest left. Yeah, I think I, uh, I should go with Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, because I think that's going to be the right one. Devin White, Levante David. But I think uh, the Eric brothers, you know what? I'm going Tampa Bay. I'm going to go Devin White and Levante David, Tampa Bay. All right. They are also on the board at number one. All right. So was it Devante David too? Is the second yep. guy there? All right. And five points for that one. So do I get go, another guess? Yeah, I'll give you another guess just to see if you can get it. Finish them all with only one wrong. One more yeah, guess. I'm going yeah. to go with my other pick there. Then the Eric brothers from Minnesota, Eric Kendricks and Eric Wilson. All right. You are wrong. Ah. Two misses. Let's see if you can get it with the third miss. All right. So we'll play official family feud rules here. <laughs> um, let's see. Blake Martinez is pretty good, but who goes with him? I don't know. Is it Fackrell? Uh, so I don't like that. Kenneth Murray maybe with Kaiser White at LAC. I wish I could do sound effects to sway you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got the Miami with Jerome Baker and maybe Kyle Van Noy. Yeah. So maybe Van Ginkle's up there too. Yeah, this this one's tough. Fred Warner, Fred Warner, but I don't think anybody else. Uh, I think I've got to narrow it down to I can't pick the Chargers. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, I know. Uh, so I know Kaiser White was pretty good, but I don't know how long he's been injured. And I know Blake Martinez is really good, but I don't know who the second guy is. I'm guessing Tay Crowder. So I think I'm going to have to go with, um, I like the the Miami set. So I'm going Jerome Baker and Kyle Van Noy. Wow, pretty impressive, but wrong. wrong. <laughs> I can't, dude, we just talk about how the linebackers on this team is so good for Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, Dion and Poyasad. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dion Both Jones. The top and 10, and they come in at number two. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was going an alphabetical <laughs> list on teams, and I was already down way past to the L's and M's and T's. And yeah, I was like, went back to the A's. Why isn't he talking there? But, the interesting thing, Devin White in our scoring system has put up 361 points himself. Oh, wow. He has topped at least the bottom five teams by himself duos. That's not bad at all. I mean. Uh, do you want to take a guess for the bottom if we have time or do you want to call it a show and we can do this when we return? What's the bottom? The bottom five linebackers. Oh, the up. worst five? Yeah. Oh, that's that's got to be tough because uh, – oh, just on team though, right? Yeah. So the, the best two on a team, but they're in the bottom five. I was going to yep. say I can pick like linebackers that didn't, didn't get, get any anything. points. Yeah. yeah so, um, you know, because of uh, – yeah, let's go ahead and play. Because of Hassan Reddick's <laughs> finish, I think it won't be Arizona. Um. Yeah, Matt Judon, I think, does count as a linebacker, but he could be a D-line. Um, Buffalo had a lot of injuries there, so I'm guessing it's got to be a team where their injuries happen. Like Matt Milano, he was good, but he missed so many games. You know what? Cincinnati Cincinnati has to be it. So let's go with uh, – I don't even know who the two to pick on Cincinnati. I'd say probably Jermaine Pratt and – some other linebacker, so I'm going to go with Cincinnati. 
All right, I will give you Cincinnati and they come in as 29th ranked and that would make them for two points. Bottom three, all right. Yeah. So uh, the other one that, that kind of struggled, I think uh, right around this name, right around the seas is Carolina. Shaq Thompson didn't have that great of a year. Um, I'm gonna have to go Carolina then as another one with linebackers. All right, they come in right above at a total of 281 points between their two top linebackers for three points. <laughs> Not bad. I did like uh, sticking with the C's. B.J. Goodson, I thought, had a pretty good year. Uh, but I didn't really like any of the other Cleveland linebackers. But they might be a little too high. Uh, Denver, because of injuries. Malik Reed did all right. Josie Jewell was on our one list for a while. Johnson. But I don't know if they had a pair that did good. Uh, like Dallas's... Um, what about Detroit? Detroit just sucks. So I'm going to pick Detroit. <laughs> yep. They're coming in at number 28 for one point. All right. Let's see. I probably have already skipped a team that is in this, but won't be Green Bay. Won't be Indy. Um, you know, the Rams. Well, Kenny Young did all right. Kaiser was pretty good. Leonard Floyd had enough sacks. So I'm not going to go the Rams. Won't be Jacksonville. Uh, I like the Erickson, Minnesota, Kansas City. Anthony Hitchens started off well, but he's on IR. Um, and they're basically front and back, right? D-line and DBs. I'm going to go Kansas City's. Dude, you are amazing for four points coming in second to last in the league. 240 points out of their linebackers. Wow. <laughs> I guess they don't need it. I mean, they're leading the league in record. All right, yeah. so let's try to finish this off on a winning streak here. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the Raiders are someone to consider because Corey Littleton really hasn't played much at all this year. Nicholas Morrow's played good. Kwiatkowski's been pretty good, so they're probably too good. Giants are out. Chargers. Mm. Kaiser White, Kenneth Murray. I don't even know who... Who else would be there? Uh, Philly, I think, did good. Miami did good. SF has to be the either the Chargers or Seattle did good. What about New England? So the Chargers and New England are the two that I'm looking at now. New England's got, I don't know, John Bentley. So those are my last two picks. I'm going to go New England here. All right. You swept the board they All come right. in at 32 at 235 wow. points between their two top line oh that's easier than picking the good ones i should uh, draft the worst fantasy team oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> going, i did going through here i'm like oh my goodness i didn't realize how bad some of these teams are how good i mean like devin white like i said 361 points and he outscored a lot of teams by himself. Wow. Out of their top two linebackers, you know. That's crazy. Yeah, the, how'd the Chargers finish? Do you even have that on the list? Because Chargers finish, I I have their total, the two. They finished at 334. Okay, so a lot better. Was Kaiser White one of the two? Because he had a great game, but I just don't know how many games he's missed. Um, their top two. I'm just going to scroll down. I didn't write them down, but they're easy enough to find. He had about 50 solos this year. Yeah. So I got Murray as our number one, Kenneth Murray. Yeah. The and then Kaiser White. Okay. So those are the two that I would have thought. 
Yeah. And I think Kenneth Murray's playing more because Kaiser White's out injured. So that's weird that they're their top two. So that means their middle linebacker was it now Vigil? I don't know. Yeah, he comes in at 114 points. Wow. Uh oh. Stuff's falling. That might be the end of the show. It's all right. We're over an hour anyway. So you there? Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we're over an hour. So uh, do you have anything else to add or should we just uh, end this? No, I thought it was perfect. All right. We'll see uh, if we uh, definitely not going to do two shows uh, a week going forward, but we'll try to get some shows in here and there. Maybe uh, a show for the playoffs, probably Super Bowl, and for sure the NFL draft. Uh, when that comes, maybe we'll even get a couple of shows the week of or before the NFL draft because that's one of our favorite times and we usually do a contest around that time too so if you want to send us anything our email is idpbuffet at gmail.com that's idpbuffet at gmail.com feel free to send us whatever you want or anything you want us to talk about uh anything that you're looking forward to to next year if you want we're, we're we'll do our top probably 10 or 20 list probably 20 for every defensive uh, position as well and maybe add a few other things. And we'll throw in some offense too, because we're not we're not too much of an offensive hater. But that's <laughs> that's all I have. Do you have anything else? Nope. Other than I'm probably better at offense than I am at defense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, I'm not good at either, especially when you have Saquon Barkley and Ezekiel Elliott. All right. Well, you have a happy new year and we'll see you next year. All right. See you, kiddo.